0: This is Doc Wesson and in this episode of the Gun Nation, it's Whiskey Wednesday. What does that mean? And where do you have it at? A bar stool? I don't know. Somebody stops by. An old friend. Who could it be? All that and more in this episode of the Gun Nation. It all begins right now. Oh my gosh, what is this? What is this? What who who am I talking to here? Hey, who's that <laughs> who's over there? It's so familiar. Yeah. voice Who is this guy? So we decided if you don't know who that voice is, um, that is Mark Vanderberg. I had to remember if that talked to you in a while. Mark Vanderberg and uh Mark and I used to do the bar stool discussion at the Gun Rights Radio Network. How funny was that? Yeah. I had to even remember that too. I had to write it down so I could read it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> That's but funny. yeah, so uh, you know, we just figured we'd do a little something like this. You know, we've had a lot to talk about, and uh, you know, in, in in the past couple of years, <laughs> it's probably we probably haven't talked
1: probably since what 2014. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's definitely been
0: been some time. Well, we've talked, but we haven't we ever recorded anything, right? We've not, you know. As a matter of fact, I think the last time we did that, we did it on your on on uh, Gun Rights Advocates. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, and that's actually was my last show. So, mm-hmm.
1: GunRights.us would show it, and it's like 2014. I'm not really sure what the time was, but
0: right. Um, yeah, it's it's been a while. Kind of funny, isn't it? And it's weird doing a live show. I hadn't done one. Now that one's been we hadn't done a live show, and I haven't done one on Gun Nation. And, uh, since like episode 69, I think it was. And so what are you up to now? A hundred and closing in on 180, I guess. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah that's a lot of shows. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, it, uh.
1: Too difficult to do the live? Is that what you? Well,
0: what you-, uh, you know what I found is, uh, it worked good for what you and I were doing with Barstool, but it just not, not for what we were doing, what we're doing over at uh, Gun Nation. Right. Over at Gun Nation, here at Gun Nation. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh you know it, it it it's fun to do it it's just hard to get it set up and and it keeps us to such a time and uh it for the co-host it's hard for me to get everybody together it's just tough because everybody's got their own thing going on including myself and right if it's just two people it's not as bad it's still kind of tough um we were pretty regular though but we did it every other week and then I switched to every week on Gun Nation when we dropped the bar stool and um we we kept that up for a good while and then it just kind of faded as far as the ability to do it every week because it just got harder and harder for people to well, you know, it, get it, it together
1: when well, we were doing it every other week because if you remember um the way my schedule was at that time I was off oh yes every other week on that Wednesday Thursday mm-hmm. so we could do the show on Wednesday night and I could get hammered a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, but sleep. see, I wasn't. I had to go to work.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> it no, was hard, man. So get up, we'd be up till 12, 1 o'clock. It was tough. You know, but I, I work a Monday through Friday job now, so. Yeah, it's not as easy now. It's, it's easy to do. But and, we're just doing it anyway for what the heck, right? But uh, that's that's the biggest change is just for me. Is, uh, yeah. You know, the, the kind of reason I had to give up the Gun Rights Radio Network and do all that is just. Work commitments just got so rough and it was hard just to keep up. And, you know, I had server issues and I had this problem and that problem. And it was just like, I couldn't do it all. Right. a no way of doing it. And today there'd be no way. I, yeah. My schedule today is just hammered all the time. I really don't have any yeah. any free time.
0: I understand it. Well, you know, we, Gun Nation, we try to keep it, you know, once a week. But it, it like I say, even for myself to have one day to do it on a, continual basis it's like okay let's do it you know on thursdays and then of course that guy just it just completely got swallowed up by something else and then i said okay we'll just try wednesdays well you know average joe can't do it because he works and closes on wednesday night at the gun store and then uh friday nights are tough because um uh other things and then of course you know weekends are tough because paul's got uh he you know he's teaching on on weekends so yeah, it's just a, one thing to the next. We just stay busy, but we don't have to talk about all that. You recall, everybody, and we got people in the chat room now. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. We're not taking calls tonight, but we are going to uh, talk. We are reading the chats as they come up, and uh, good to see Charlie back in there. And uh, cool. somebody says they still have their Gun Rights Radio Network T-shirt. Awesome. They still have mine. It's vintage. <laughs> The ones we didn't sell, I have lots of them. (laughs) I wear them all the time. I've (laughs) got the, um, I've got. Well, you should send me one because I don't think I've got one. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Look and see. I'm probably. I probably have a bag somewhere that's got a bunch of brand new ones. Yeah, extra large. (laughs) But I had. um, I still have the. uh, Of course, the Gun Rights Radio Network mouse pads and all that. You know, and uh,
1: keychain the other day. That's Uh, pretty cool. Somebody had made uh, some prototype ones for keychains. I know we we had done. Something like that at one point. I can't remember all the time. You I know, mean, I never kept a sticker. I mean, all those stickers were yeah. given away
0: before. I I never kept one. did not get one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I had... Um, uh, what we used to do on the bar stool was to... Uh, you know, when you go to a, a, a bar stool, a bar, you sit on the stool, and you belly up, and you have a drink, and you talk about whatever. And typically, for gunnies, it's about guns and stuff like that, so... Um, you know, and politics always comes I up.
1: say a lot of times politics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. come on. And, and boy, and, it's been a busy year
0: this last year. So oh, it's what? been crazy. It's been crazy. But what we used to do was that. And then we would come up and say, okay, let's, uh, let's have our drink. And then we talk about our drinks. So what are you having tonight, sir? <laughs> well, what I originally
1: planned on having and what I'm actually having are totally two different things. Because as I was leaving work today at, uh, at five o'clock. One of my friends and uh, one of the maintenance guys that uh, work in our facility, Mm -hmm. I helped him, I don't know, it had been a couple months ago now, I didn't even remember, uh, with a computer problem he had. And he said, hey, before you leave today, get with me, and uh, I want to run out to my truck real quick. So I said, all right, I'll I'll see you before I I leave. And I went out to the truck with him, and he had this bag, and it's a a bottle with two glasses, and it's uh, a Jim Bean black, Mm. aged and uh, I said, well, perfect for it's for yeah. Wednesday. I mean, <laughs> and I said, John, I said, I didn't do that much. I said, you, you know, he goes, oh, no, you, you helped me out. And I'm like, well, it's more than generous, but I'll put it to good use
0: tonight. So, yeah, that's what I'm having. Jimmy and black tonight. Oh, very good. Well, I'm having the Booker's bluegrass. Mm. Uh, good stuff. Booker's Very good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had that one. Yeah, you yeah, don't check it out. It's very good. Did you, um, so you're drinking it neat, I assume, or? Of course, yeah. Or do I have to put you down? (laughs) Yeah, all these people talking, (laughs) all these people, you know, when we used to drink neat and all that, we talk about it. They say, oh, I get messages all the time. People say, well, you have to add a little water to let it bloom and expand. I said, bloom and expand. (laughs) I mean, we're not, we're not drinking flowers over here.
1: So anyway, originally what I planned to drink in tonight was uh another Jim Bean product. Uh, I don't know, it's it's something new. I don't know if you have it out there by you, but uh, it's the the new uh Double Oak. No, I have not seen it. It's we they have it, but I hadn't looked for it. So just just the uh, last couple months it's been becoming available. And oh, that's good. Uh, it's it's really good too. And it's again it's different than White Label, more of a distinctive flavor, but it's not very expensive, about $20 here in India. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Well,
0: they they probably have it here. I, I just hadn't looked for it. Um, uh, typically, you know, I have fairly good stock right now. But uh, John Richardson, uh, I've mentioned this before on the show, but John had, had, uh, uh, I guess when they were at the uh, GRPC this year, or last year, yeah, whenever it was, <laughs> in Kentucky area, and he stopped and got me some Four Roses, some small batch, which is one of my favorites. And that was good. So yeah.
1: I've got uh, I've got a bottle of
0: small batch sitting over on the
1: display over here, and I've got a bottle of uh, um, the single barrel. Yeah. And I had purchased on Thanksgiving Day. I had purchased a bottle of just the the yellow label. Mm. And uh, we were at my brother in law's house, so we were we were drinking some of that, especially with some people that you know don't normally drink bourbon, so they got a chance to try that out a little bit. And when I was at the store, that you know on the way over there, I picked up a bottle of the double oak jimmy. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I, I can't find it
0: everywhere. It's still so new, you just can't get it everywhere. Yeah, like I say, you know, it, you're know, you up there nearer to Kentucky than we are. So, Well, we
1: didn't see it right away. And like I said, it's still not everywhere. But uh, my daughter's boyfriend happens to be a, a liquor distributor salesperson for one of the… Uh, okay, c- so are, are they c- getting
0: married? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm you what, like struck yeah, it. Right?
0: Is right? that what you're telling me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Boing-oing>. <laughs> you got it, man. I hear you. Oh, my gosh. So, well, hey, what you been up to, man? What's going on? You shot much, any at all, or got any new guns? or?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, actually not. I have probably, in the last two years, have not been out. I've been thinking about going out and doing some squirrel hunting. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of finding the time to do it. I haven't been in the range. Um, the way my hours have changed, uh, our local indoor range, is by the time I would get down there, they'd be closing. They no longer stay open late. Um, so it's just, it just makes it really difficult. And like I said, life is just so busy. My other schedule, my previous schedule where I work a couple of days and I'd be off a couple of days was easier to do things like that today, you know, working Monday through Friday and just having a weekend off. It's just, you're trying to catch up so much. I just don't really have the time anymore. Right.
0: Job well, is it, busy. It does. You know, that, that, that work thing gets in the way big time. So I understand that, but yeah, we had, um, we had a lot of, uh, uh, I got a lot of opportunity to shoot at work, but that's about it. <laughs> I really can't. And that's just all, you know, fixed fixtures, you know, shooting and all. So it's not, it's not the same as, uh, not the same as what, uh, what I'd like to do, which is go, Occasionally, I try to sneak something in, you know, towards the end and all, but it's, it's, it's still a lot of fun. Anytime I get to do whatever, anytime something goes bang nearby, but God, I tell you what, man. So we've had elections We've had uh, a lot go on, and so what do you think about the election? What's what's happened here? I mean, how, how do you think it's going to pan out for us? Let's get into that because there's quite a bit. Normally on Gun Nation, I don't talk a whole lot about politics, but we're going to this time because Mark is the gun rights advocate, period. So we're going to... It's
1: It was crazy. I mean, Donald Trump, I you know, when everything first started, I just did not see him going this far. I mean... As far as even getting the nomination, I didn't think that was going to happen. Right, I was a Ted Cruz guy, and when you when you talked about the, you know, like the Supreme Court and you know talked about gun rights, you know, for me, who stronger was you know than Ted Cruz? Right, and, I'm with you. That's me. And you know that's where I pushed pushed for it all all that time, and mm-hmm. up to the point where you know he was out, and then you know you know voting for Donald Trump. You know, I was I was basically brought there kicking and screaming. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't my choice. I was very reluctant. I knew that I had to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it wasn't something that I I was looking forward to doing. But I guess in the in, in the case before, you know, we had McCain and we had Mitt Romney, and I had to vote for both of them and hold my nose. It just seemed like it was a little harder this time. Yeah. Um, except for the point that I I feel a bit more comfortable with it just in seeing some of the selections he's been making, you know, for for people that's going to be on his cabinet and and key positions and stuff. So um, I think he's going to be true to the Second Amendment, and I I don't think we're going to have much of an issue there, I don't think. We, you know, frankly, there's a lot of stuff going around, at least on Facebook and things about uh, uh, national reciprocity. Right. And, uh, you know, I've kind of mixed feelings about that because – is that gonna change anything with my state? Because my state is so easy. And are they is there gonna be some national requirements that are gonna be that they're gonna require that's gonna be rougher than what my state already requires. Right. Just to kind of compensate for states that are more strict than others or something like that. But uh if they don't change anything that way or, you know, it it makes it just a little harder for, you know, me to go into states like you know, I've I've spent, you know, quite a few weeks in this last year. I had to go to Illinois for training for things and you know, I had to leave, leave my firearm at home, you know, mm-hmm. with traveling and stuff. So it makes it, uh, makes it difficult sometimes when you're used to carrying it every day and you know how many times you reach down on your hip and it's like, it's not there. You know, oh, I know, it. You know where, you know, where's it at? Yeah. And, uh, I think that's, you know, I can see things changing that way for us. And I think, I think we're going to have not a heart of a fight, even with the Senate, the way it is. Cause I think, I think you'll be able to flip enough uh Democrats in the Senate that are still in states that are you know, states that Trump won.
0: Right. They
1: they may have to vote for some of these things if they wanna keep their job next time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I'm like you. I, I obviously the most conservative candidate is the one I always want. And uh you know, Ted Cruz to me was the You know, embodied that. uh, A lot of people couldn't stand him, and you know, of course, there was a lot of vitriol between, uh, of course, liberals and conservatives, or Democrats and Republicans. But there was some vitriol too between people that were Trump supporters and and then Cruz, you know, supporters, and um, which I I wish we could have done without that, uh, because. You know, we're, we all want this. First off, we all want the same thing, which is to make sure that Hillary Clinton did not get into office. Exactly. Yeah. I mean that. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. You know, and of course, they're making that push now to where uh, you know they're was it Jill Stein. You know. Yeah. They they they're making that push now where they're recounting, and I think in uh, what it amounts to is is you've got uh, you know with her doing that, it's it's a. Of course, it came up. It's a huge situation where she was, uh, it sounds like she's trying to, to get money, you know, like it's a scam. And then, secondly, you know, of course, Hillary jumped in on that too. And she's kind of back behind it, supporting it. And it's
1: like she raised, she's raised more money than she even did for her campaign. Know, it's
0: crazy. I mean, it's just nuts. I in mean, short, yeah. I mean, in like no time. But the yeah. thing about it is, is, you know, they can do that all they want. Uh, Donald Trump is going to be the president of the United States, regardless of how much money they raise or what they think they can do. He is going to be president, whether they like it or not. And
1: I think looking back at it now, too, you know, they're talking about, you know, the media, especially, you know, the left was talking about all these spoilers that are going to, you know, cause problems for him. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you look at Jill Stein and the votes that she just received in, say, Michigan or even Wisconsin would have been enough to put Hillary over the top. Right. If they if they would all gone to her, um, right? So or if the people would have voted at all, but that's you know, so it's you know it's things like that that uh, and, you know why would she be bringing it? I mean it's just uh, like you said, you know, is it is it the money? Is it just the recognition for maybe next time?
0: Yeah, I think it's a little Probably. bit of both, really. And her name is more known now, yeah, than it was during the election because I never I didn't really hear of her before. Right. Was, me me too. I just know that I don't want anything to do with her now. But, um, yeah, so she's doing that. And then, of course, Hillary has jumped in on that. And, uh, you know, it's just going to – I mean, that's just dumb. If I were her, I'd kind of, like, disappear. But now I'm hearing stuff about her possibly running in – what's the next one? Let's see. We're 2060. What, 2020? Yep. Is that right? Um, So, you know, in 2020, she's talking about running again. I'm hearing that. I'm thinking, are you serious? Of course – I posted that on Facebook, and everybody was like, well, not everybody. I had a lot of people go, that's great, because, you know, we beat her. We can beat her again. And I'm like, well, you know, you're right. That makes sense. People don't like her, but I'll say this. Well, we say people don't like her, but she's still winning the popular vote. But the whole point of it is is that I just can't stand seeing her anymore. I've no. had enough of that.
1: That was the, that was the worst part for me. It oh, was, my gosh. To have to see her day in and day out on the news or whatever. I mean, I got to the point where... When they would play whatever she had to say at whatever rally, I would have to mute the TV. I just, you know, I just couldn't do it. Even on Fox News, I just have to. Yeah. I just couldn't. Couldn't handle it. If it was in the radio and I'm on the way to work, I just turn it off.
0: Yeah, I can't just, handle it. i I've just had enough of it.
1: And you know, I, it. So it, the Clintons have had enough time, and I think they should just need to go away. If if she decides she's going to run,
0: I don't know if that's actually going to happen. But I don't think so. Some people say she'll probably she'll be dead before the end. You, know, you know, of, all of her. Ailments that she was having, which that's very possible.
1: Yeah, but even if not, I mean, I, I don't think you know. I mean, other than that, where are the Democrats going to go though? Really, I mean, there's who is somebody that would be up and coming and in that way, they they don't really have anybody right now, and um, so maybe she would get another chance, or maybe right. Sanders would be back at it again, or I hope not. Stein and you know, who knows? <laughs> I'm sick all those people. But you know, if <clears throat> Trump does a great job, I mean. You know, just yesterday, um, we got word that, you know, the thousand people at Carrier in Indianapolis here in Indiana are going to get to keep their jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, A union place, a lot of union workers, they're going to get to keep their jobs. You know, that might be a sway. You know, he might be able to keep more of those people voting for him. You know, that's very possible. They interviewed a lot of those people here and uh, talked to them and they said, you know, we... Thank, thank him
0: for keeping his promise, and he's not even president yet, and he's already, you
1: know.
0: Well, you know, the whole point is he talked all that stuff about wanting to um, go and, uh, you know, make it to where there'd be a tariff on imports and all. Well, that that doesn't work. I mean, that has been done before, and it doesn't work. And what happens is when the company moves out, and you get tariffs on people like that, on those companies, they in turn raise the prices. It raises the prices of everything at that point, so it, that causes an issue. What you want to do is let free market capitalism and uh, f- you know fair trade take over, uh, and so uh, you know you reduce restrictions and you slash taxes. You know, and- I
1: don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. I mean, they were just—I was watching the five earlier tonight, and um, basically, what they were talking about is that um, you know carriers' parent company also has government contracts that are worth about a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Trump probably said something about, well, you know, we can, you know, look for somebody else to do that stuff or something. You well, know, that's so, possible. You know, it's they got to look at where the where the you know, they're getting some of their income from. So yeah. they decide Very they possible, leave it, you know, well, they make a good point. You know, if there was some tax incentives or something just for them or something like that. Now you got to look at it as far as, OK, what other companies are going to say, say they're going to leave just so they can
0: get at the negotiating table to, you know, kind of do something like that. So right. They got to kind of look at it both ways. You're right. But, you know, I'm hoping, uh, getting back to the gun circle here, <laughs> hopefully he does what he says he's going to do for the Second Amendment, and that's try to make movement forward with it. I guess and- he used yesterday or the day before also, though, on the gun
1: part, because there was a comment made that he planned on – carrying he's used to carrying his gun and uh, he plans on carrying it as president okay and Sounds there, good. there was uh a, a lot of uproar in some circles wanting to know if you know if just is, is that a good idea <laughs> Trump? it's a great I, idea <laughs> i commented on on facebook when somebody posted the story was uh yes yes and so it's like you know of course i mean he's the president of the united states
0: he has the rights just like everybody else right uh, yeah. So, uh, and I like the fact that he said that, uh, now that people know, you know, that he's mean in business as far as that it's kind of an advertisement, so to speak for us Yep. and the, uh, like know what he's going to carry though. That'd be kind of cool. But, uh, yeah. I would ask him what he does carry
1: because, you know, he's, you know, again, in New York and the city of New York, you only get that license. If you're somebody that's rich and wealthy or famous in some right. way, the average person can't get one. So he's been able, I think originally he said he's had one since the 80s, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. He's mentioned it sometime before. But, uh, yeah, what does he carry? And if, you know, now he's come out and said, I carry every day. Yeah. So, okay, so he's he's walking and he's, you know, carrying every day, which is great, perfect. But uh, I just wonder how the
0: Secret Service feel about that. If, you know, are they... Um, <laughs> that'd be funny I mean, yeah <laughs> i mean if it was a attempt on his life and he he pulls his out the same time they do right you know yeah. um but hey i mean i'm all for that that's for sure that's for real i mean especially if he actually knows how to use it you know and um so i think you know you mentioned reciprocity and all i think the way that should work and i know that they're looking at uh um hey ruger one <laughs> seeing our our chat room here uh, said Trump may be carrying a small revolver in his pocket. <laughs> well, you know, w- what it amounts to is um, uh, reciprocity across the United States. I hope they handle it like, you know, driver's license to where, you know, each state does it and the reciprocity comes in that way. Uh, you know, yeah. of course, I guess there's there's advantages for both if if it's federalized to where the federal government takes it over and, and says it. Uh,
1: well, but, you know, the, the problem that is, is. If if they do that, and then you're still required to obey the laws within those states, yeah. you go to a state like Illinois, which is, you know, they don't even want to give a license. So mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not going to be very happy about somebody coming in from another state.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It still sounds like there would be a hassle or something and, you know, where you can carry it. And, you know, and, you know frankly, there's a lot of people that go from one state to another now, you know, mm-hmm. that don't really pay attention to what the other states' laws are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, that's what you, you need to obey, you know, those states' laws. And at least with a with a driver's license, you know, we all kind of know what the speed limit signs are. We all know how to go through traffic. We You know, that's all generally pretty much the same,
0: you know, nationwide. Right. Right on red always used to be the one. I remember yeah. some states had right on red and other states didn't. Right. So I never knew what to do when I went to another state, right? Right. <laughs> If you're, if you're sitting there and someone's honking beh- behind you then you can go yeah so i'd jump in there and i'd be like oh man you know uh scared about that but i don't know it's <clears throat> it's good to see that we've got uh, apparently i'm hoping uh that we've got somebody now in the white house that is definitely going to do it i hope he said he said he would and hopefully he will keep that i know that um you know we're looking at uh uh, of course, having the, the Senate and the uh, House of Representatives as well, we still kept those. So hopefully they'll help get that along as well. But you just, I mean, you know, we got a lot of rhinos in there, too, and you never can tell what they're going to be doing. Um, but it, it's kind of cool. But like you said, I would like to know what he carries. <laughs> that would be cool. Maybe he can come on the show or, <laughs> you know, give a call in sometime. We'll I I'd probably would
1: probably mentioned this before back in a show a long time ago but uh, i actually met met govern, uh, Governor governor pence when mm-hmm. before he became governor actually two days yeah. beforehand and uh, he was right here in, in south bend he was actually helping campaign for um our congresswoman here and uh, it was a small little cafe that was downtown and i just remembered uh, for people that hadn't heard the story before um i was just basically inside the door of the room was packed. There was probably three, 400 people packed in this little room. And I had my NRA life hat on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember him walking in the door, everybody just cheering like crazy. And he walked over, over to me and shook my hand and thanked me and the NRA for everything that we do, he introduced me to his wife. And then he went off to, to do his speech. Mm-hmm. Everybody that was sitting at the table with me, that was all around. There was all people that we worked locally on, on different political things. And they all go, we didn't know you you knew Mike Pence, you know. I did <laughs> till now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're buddies. You know, <laughs> we shoot together. But yeah, I remember, he's, he's I remember good giving him
1: a rights radio network card and saying, uh, "Hey, we need to do an interview sometime after you become governor." Well, that never happened. Of course but, not. It'd uh, uh, Be nice to be able to call him up now and say, "Hey, you remember that time?" Yeah, we're ready.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, but interview. <laughs> yeah, he's i uh, I'll tell you what, he's a top notch guy in my book, and uh, of all people that. That I, you know, from what I've heard he has. Uh, he really practices what he preaches. You know, on
1: He is very genuine. Yeah. He's not. He's just as polite uh, behind the scenes as he is in public. I just is. You know, we. I've been happy with him. Obviously, the liberal media and and uh, parts of the state here haven't been. But you know, it's he was doing a great job, and you know, the state's really turned around despite having a president that really didn't help us very well. Right. Now he's
0: you know how old he is by chance? I don't really. I You think he's still in his 50s? I don't think he's 60. I think 60 I, I think he's in his late 50s. Yeah. So, you know, we could we could potentially see, you know, if Trump gets out in 4 or even 8, um you could see uh Pence being able to take over at that point. You know, but that was that, that was
1: my, I mean that was really when um you know, when I had to weigh that decision of, you know, sometimes some of the things that Trump would say and, you know, he, he was doing, you know, Trump was doing his best sometimes to not get me to vote for him sometimes, just, to you know, some of the things. That yeah, I'm bad. with you. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I'd sway back. And then, you know, then I always kept thinking, We well, you know, I'm, I'm not really voting for Trump. I'm voting for Mike Pence. That's who I'm voting for. Yeah. And in the end, I voted for Trump. But, uh, you know, despite what some of the people on the left want to say, he is my president. Yeah. President Obama was my president. I mean, if you remember when we talked about after he won, um, you know, I said, I may not respect the man, but I respect the office. Yeah, that's
0: right. And
1: so, you know, at least what the other side could do the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And they won't. They won't. <laughs> and they're not. And, you know, after listening to, you know, President Obama and his article that he did in um, Rolling Stone, maybe, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, talking about. How you know he was so disadvantaged the whole time he was in office because of Fox News? Well, oh brother, how many how many media outlets are going to be against Trump, um, including Fox News? Like all of them, yeah, yeah. So but... I mean, every time he does something, you know, they're all going to be on him. So it's he, it's just you know, oh, why is me? You know, you know they yeah. I didn't get my you know everything I wanted to get done, and right. you know Trump maybe can get some stuff done. I'm sure there's going to be some kicking and fighting there in the the Senate, you know, because, it's, you know, you just don't have those majorities. But, uh, you know, Supreme Court, that's the main thing I was thinking. You know, if we had, you know, President
0: Hillary Clinton, you know, where would we be? Oh, God. Gone. Because, I mean, you know, what, what do you do? I mean, and <clears throat> I think that I'm hoping, you know, Trump continues to uh, – he does exactly what he said he was going to do, which would to be put a, a constitutional conservative on the bench uh, that's in line with uh, Alito. And, of course, the first first couple of guys that come to mind to me are Mike Lee and Ted Cruz. And yeah. t- to be truthful, if Ted Cruz got on that, um, he would be better there, I'll be honest with you, than president because he's young. He and Mike Lee both are in their 40s, like mid-40s. and. I mean, they could conceivably be on the bench for 30, 40 years, right? That's what I was telling a coworker
1: the one day. I said, you know, I could see – the only way I could see Ted Cruz leaving the Senate
2: mm-hmm.
1: would be if it was to go to the Supreme Court. Right. Don't and, offer don't offer him a position in anything else because I think he'd be better suited to stay in, that, stay in the Senate. But if it's for the Supreme Court and you think you can get him through, mm-hmm. then – By all means,
0: you know. Well, I know at one point, and I listened to Mark, or at least try to listen to Mark Levin. I used to religiously, but like we were talking about before we started the show, it's harder and harder now to get even to listen to podcasts or any radio or anything. But, uh, you know, in the past, people have, have brought it up to him saying, you know, oh, Ted Cruz would be great. You know, Mike Lee would be great. And you know, exactly what would happen was they'd come up and he'd, you know, Mark would say, that'd be great, but they, they'll never get confirmed. But, you know, at this point, I'm wondering if even the establishment rhinos uh, in, you know, Congress and in Senate, if they're not saying, well, you know what, we can get this cause he's a troublemaker for them. You know, if we can get him out of here and on the Supreme court, then we won't have him doing you know, what he's been doing here, which is standing up for conservatism, right. <laughs> which we love. Um, but what it would do is put him on that. So it kind of takes him out of that arena, but it also gives him a lot more uh, power in the way of helping America and the Constitution itself, because he he, he certainly, unless he changed, uh, is going to, you know, go in the way of the Constitution, which is exactly what, you know, Alito used to do. Uh, which is basically, you know, have have everything come down on that. Um, but so, you know, I think that's a possibility. It'd be great to see those two go. I mean, it's possible we could have three. You know, like about three uh, justices put it, on.
1: It's definitely possible.
0: Yeah, I and if we could stoke I, that up with some young, younger, yeah, you know, uh, conservatives, then my gosh, I'd be. I fantastic.
1: just don't see that uh, Ted Cruz would be the first, especially if. You know, President-elect Trump does what he said yeah. and that it's going to be from the list that he originally put out during the campaign. So, well, he
0: had Mike Lee's brother on there. Did he? Yeah, so, and he's a conservative. He would be a good one then. So but uh, if, if he goes by that list,
1: but who knows? Like you said, you know, there could be one, possibly two more after after that. So,
0: mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Secretary of State then. I mean, he's going to, you know, he, he's talking with Romney. <laughs> he's talking with general Petraeus. and and I think originally people would say Petraeus, yeah I jump right all over that but you know as I missed uh mentioned on Facebook um recently uh, last few days I was like remembering back and for some reason I thought not too distant you know past we had we had him come out Petraeus came out with uh, oh gosh it was one of the uh it's Gabby Gifford's uh, uh husband. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the astronaut. And, you know, had had come out with him and they had started something, um, some type of I don't know if it's a nonprofit or whatever, but uh for gun control. And uh he even had mentioned at one point that uh semi automatic weapons didn't need to be in the hands of the public, uh, but only in the hands of military. And so, you know, that I'm telling you right now, no thank you. Well, and on top of that, he has a lot to have to deal with when it comes to where he gave all that information up to his mistress. So, Trump would have to pardon him basically before he made him Secretary of State. Now, can you imagine that? You have to pardon a guy that Just- actually did something that he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> now, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to detract from the fact that he was a general and a, a uh uh you know, uh, been in the military all this time. I mean, fantastic guy. You know, as far as that's concerned, we appreciate his uh, service to the country. But he also screwed up in that role as well, which is to catch a the mistress part. That's up to him. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna judge on that, but I'm gonna say that uh, you know he he was given information up on that uh, and was proven to be so. Right. So, and I'm I'm not I'm not confident that he would get it, and I'm not so confident
1: that Romney's gonna get no, it. No, I don't think he. Which is odd that they're even talking to him this, again. All this playing back and forth now, they had dinner last night and stuff. Um, I guess it was brought up on the five, and I can't remember who, who had brought it up, but they were, they were talking about, they're like, well, maybe, you know, some people are saying, well, maybe, you know, Trump is just playing with him. And, and uh, maybe somebody said, well, yeah, but maybe Romney's just playing with Trump, like, you know, offer him the job and say, ah, nah, I decide I'm not going to want it. And they were just kind of laughing about that. But you you don't know. I mean, there were some pretty mean things said. Yeah. But, you know, Trump was dishing it out just as much as he was taking it Oh, my
0: gosh. He was piling it on. And it was some crazy stuff, too. Like, you know, the uh, uh, Cruz's father. (laughs) Well, the Cruz's father thing (laughs) and then Ted or
1: whatever it was. I mean, it just – I I just can't imagine this kind of politics. And so – so for the for the guy that says, I'm not a
0: politician, Donald, you're a politician. Now. Oh man, he's probably just as much as anybody. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah. and, and a matter of fact, he is he's come from the side with the money to try it, to sway them. So he probably is more so than most already. Um, but you
1: think about it too. I guess this is the other other thing that really was, was really shocking, is that the money difference. Yeah. You know, she spent so much more money and the arrogance on her part or her campaign's part, not even stepping foot in Wisconsin. Right. And a lot of people that follow me on Facebook are from Wisconsin. I got a cousin that lives in Wisconsin and those people are all fired up from Wisconsin. Yeah. And prior to the election, actually, actually the week of the election, I was in training um, in Illinois with some guys that were from Wisconsin and uh, they were all, you know, union guys, but they were heavy Trump supporters which was, I thought at the time, was surprising. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of the writing on the wall that you know these guys were going to go out and, and vote uh, for Trump, and uh, and I think a whole lot of people ended up voting for Trump that never said anything to anybody. That's why the polls were all off. Oh yeah, they yeah. weren't. No one was fussing
0: up to it. You know? Exactly. They surely weren't. But uh, so who who would who would be your choice for Secretary of State then? I'm Bolton. I'm a
1: Bolton guy. I like Bolton a lot. Yeah, I like Bolton. Um, I would have liked to seen Bolton go back um, to the UN, actually, but I think he would be great in the job. I mean, so um, he did. You know, the time that he was in the UN for President Bush, I think, was great. Um, but I, th- I, I would like Bolton. I mean, that has to be the top pick. I mean, definitely,
0: right. I'll say him. I know a lot of people were like, well, you know, he's a staff. I don't know that he's that establishment, and I don't really think he ever really truly was. He. I'll say this about him. Um, he will – and, of course, John Bolton was the uh, ambassador to the U.N., and uh, he he actually took no punches. <laughs> I mean, this guy was
1: uh, no, he actually, flat out.
0: He's kind of a jerk, and which is in a good way. I mean, in a good way. I mean, he's a nice guy and all, but I'm saying he's so straightforward. He comes across – really strong, you know, so. but um,
1: he, he, Very strong, but when you listen to him talk about reasons why, he's, you know, he's right down, you know, I wouldn't have any problem. Establishment, to me, means everybody that's, you know, trying to put a, trying to get their own thing out of something, and yeah. trying to put a monkey wrench in it's a here.
0: power thing for themselves. He's not that way. I don't see him he being does, that he way. He doesn't appear that way. No, not, not at all. Not at all. So, um, my opinion, I think that he'd be, actually, has got more, he probably has the most uh, experience in the way of working uh, with state-related um, topics and items since he was ambassador to the U.N. Of course, Nikki Haley's got Nikki going to the U.N., and I, I for me, if I were him, I'd be, like, not worrying about that position because I'd be wanting them to get out of the United States, right. just shut that down, you know? You um, know, Nikki Haley was a,
1: a baffling choice, I guess, too, because she was really critical— against Trump also during the campaign. So uh, mm-hmm. I you could see that, you know, for 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 them saying that, you know, Trump had a thin skin. Well, if he had such a thin skin, what's he doing know, here? Yeah, he's bringing these people in that, you know, I mean, he met with Cruz, he's talking with Romney, mm-hmm. Nikki Haley, and you know, it's so I you know, it's I think it was just for him. It was the campaign. It was, you know, this is what I have to do to win. And yeah. he did. And uh, we'll just have to see. I mean, OK, you listen to the media and they're complaining about everything. Well, of course, it's the liberal media and they're going to complain about every pick that comes through. Um, I think he's going to get most of the people he wants through. I don't think, you know, now, you know, that first week or so, they were like, oh, you know, he hasn't really selected anybody. He's going to, you know, he's fallen behind. Everything's in chaos. Yeah. And of course it's not. <laughs> and then today it's like, well, now yeah. he's ahead of Obama where he was at. Yeah. In this period of time. So yeah. takes the steam right <clears up. throat> Right. Not that he's doing any of that on purpose, but you can imagine um, as a businessman, you know, you know how to do these interviews. You know how you're looking for these people. You're trying to find the best people. You're interviewing, re-interviewing them. Mm. Uh,
0: I think it's going good. Yeah, I think uh, now my opinion is like with um, with, uh, I guess, well, the U.N., it, it, the head, being head of state uh, or the secretary of state, Bolton would be good too, due to the fact. That, you know, the U.N. is trying to obviously control, you know, what's going on with with, uh, uh, Obama and he's gone in. There's this talk, you know, of course, Kerry and all, that they wanted to uh, come in and, uh, you know, regulate, you know, uh, firearms in the United States and blah, blah, blah. You you hear that all the time. I don't know if I'm saying it totally correctly because of this uh, Booker bluegrass here. But anyway (laughs) – uh, but you, you see what I'm saying. It's just, uh, it's it's that. And I think with Bolton, he just slammed the door big time on all that, you know. And uh, uh, I think he'd be a good pick for the Second Amendment community as well. So um, I think that'd be good. Now, a lot of people talk about Giuliani. He'd make it great. and I think Giuliani's a great, probably great in certain aspects. I don't know that I'd pick him for Secretary of State. He, he doesn't really have the experience like that, you know. Uh, and and let's face it, he has been you know basically liberal in certain things for quite yeah, some time. Probably be good, probably like homeland security or something. That would be my choice, homeland yeah. security. Like I know uh, with him, you know he he had uh, uh, he had had sanctuary city, and and he was kind of for it in New York there for a while. So right. you know, to me, no, I, I don't I don't think that, but. I don't know. Uh, Sounds like Newt doesn't want anything. You no, know? nah, I know, which is shocking to me. He would have made a good Secretary of State. Probably, I think he probably had enough, you
1: know, during during the Clinton administration, the first Clinton administration, and hopefully yeah, it wore him out. Only a Clinton administration. <laughs> um, but uh, he said he's more than willing to be around as an advisor and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, right. I see he's got a new book out. I'm going to have to see if it's on Audible because I might want to get that. So. Yeah.
0: I well, know uh the first three picks that uh Trump had made I, I pretty much agreed with uh you know um and and then uh which included Jeff Sessions as AG I think he'd make a good AG cuz he was actually in the Reagan administration he was in uh in in that au- not in that particular uh office he was in the office but he was not the AG AG obviously he was a deputy or whatever and um so sure. he would he would be good there um there's some of the other things that that have, have come out of it i don't know though like uh you know was it secretary of not transportation is it transportation or whatever um is now uh they're getting um, um oh, what's his name uh senator um what's the i can't think <laughs> what's the senator uh, uh i i the 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 the, the uh, uh the majority leader in the senate now McConnell his, Mitch McConnell. Uh, uh, it's his wife. His wife, yeah. Yeah, now she was...
1: She served, on, she served under the
0: Bush administration. Right, she was under the Bush. She was Secretary, uh, Secretary of, um, uh, of Transportation then, too. But, I mean, again, if Trump was saying he wants to drain the swamp, why do you want to get some somebody in there? Not that she's not a good person and be good for Secretary of Transportation. Right. But why would you want to get somebody in there that's just, like, linked so heavily to Mr. Establishment himself, you know, Mitch McConnell? So. You know, I, I think, I think
1: probably to the point is he's going to have, you know, he's done some picks of people have never done. Yeah. So you're going to have to be kind of a little bit of both. Cause you're going to have to have some people that have some experience and some that don't. And maybe it's the stuff that he doesn't think is maybe as important to his agenda. Maybe it's, you know, okay. Yeah. This person's okay. But you know, some of the others that, you know, this is something I really want to do. And I want this person who who's going to drain that swamp and, I guess it really comes down to if they're going to play ball and what he's what his agenda is. Yeah. I mean like what they keep saying, you know, a lot of times they're talking about all these different people, but it it, it doesn't really matter what their agendas are. Are you going to do what the president wants to do? I mean, that's that's what it's going to come down to. Right. And if so, you might not be there very long if you're not going to do it because I think you're going to hear a lot of this. You're fired.
0: Hell, true. Now he's a strategist too, so he may be. It may be that old adage where you uh, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer uh, to a certain degree. I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I just, I just want to see conservatism. I just don't see the advantage in bringing Romney in. No, I mean, there's none whatsoever. Because
1: all you're going to do is. That base of people, I think, would be upset by that. Yeah. For me, you know, I, I voted for Romney. I, I didn't care for it. If he picked Romney, I wouldn't think it was the end of the world. But yeah. I still, it wouldn't be the best thing. But I think there would be some that would be like, no way, what's going on here? You know, yeah. I guess I think probably the thing that bothered me the most is when he basically come outside, he's, he's kind of backpedaled from that a little bit about not prosecuting Hillary. Right.
0: Yeah, and, now that that threw a monkey in there, a monkey wrench. And I think that uh, that's just kind of, that's a mess. I mean, because a lot of people were happy about that, <laughs> including myself.
1: And, well, just think about it, the chance. I yeah. mean, the big chance going on about, you know,
0: lock her up. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing. And he was encouraging that at the rallies. Yeah. I mean, and then to come out and say, ah, oh, you know, she's been through enough. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make any difference. Mm-mm. I mean, if you've been through a lot, if you break the law... It's still the law. (laughs) What's that got to do with what you've been through? And if he just, if he just (laughs) stepped back and said, I wasn't going to
1: do anything, but if the attorney general does or. Right. I mean, he, he
0: he personally doesn't do anything
1: anyway. It's the attorney general. Comes out and says that he really doesn't want them to either. So they kind of like, well, what are you, what are you doing here? Because, you know, the Clintons are going to get to walk again. Yeah. And, and probably continue to do what they're doing. Yeah. You know, so, um, or. It has, as you know, you start talking and I talk to people and we're speculating what's going on. Well, maybe this is calculated. And he's doing this because he doesn't want Obama to pardon her for something that she might have done, and that if there's no pardon then, you know, if something goes forward
0: after he becomes president, you know, That's hey, true. I didn't. I didn't do it. You know. Right. Well, you know that makes a lot of sense because if he comes out and people still call for it now, and he's still pushing for it, you know, like you say, Obama could pardon her. That's true. And then uh, if he's gone and no longer in the role to be able to do that, then like you say, ah, maybe it can go forward then. You know. But so what, uh, if, what do you think? Since we brought that up, what do you think the
1: chances are that he will pardon her, Obama?
0: Yeah. Well, she has to be convicted first, right?
1: No. It actually, it, it, I thought same thing, but no, you don't have. No, to.
0: really, I didn't know that. Well, wouldn't it, wouldn't actually, it, kind of be? You can, actually, you can actually receive, and I didn't a pardon for we, something before they accuse. I mean, before a, they convict you of it. Pardon Nixon, and he wasn't convicted of anything.
1: Well, that's true. So Nixon received a pardon, and so from listening to some of these legal minds, and you know, it, it's very interesting to listen to some of the stuff. But actually, the president has the power to the point to pardon you for things you haven't yet done yeah and just amazing to me that you could you know ne- usually the pardon is a narrowly written pardon right but if the president wanted to he could write it so broad it could be written so broadly that you could commit a murder so like he could become
0: 007 right yeah and i mean go kill people
1: <laughs> it's crazy 007.
0: Yeah. oh they need to that needs to be changed I mean, that's it, crazy. I, I just thought
1: because that's the first thing I was thinking. Well, she hasn't been convicted of anything. So, why, how could they pardon? I didn't think and about they, that. They brought up the Nixon, and yeah. Nixon was never convicted of anything. He was mm-hmm. pardoned, though. So, there you go. Oh,
0: man. What, what do you do? do ch- it? I don't know. Uh, I don't think he likes her and I Bill. So. I don't think so. I think now that she's kind of out of the picture because he didn't come to her aid, you know, when they were talking about. Uh, you know what they're doing now, and well, I can't do it in Philadelphia, but I mean in Pennsylvania, but uh, uh, Wisconsin and uh, where was it, Michigan? I guess Michigan, yeah, yeah, for the recount and all that stuff. He he didn't get behind that, so maybe maybe he's just saying like, uh, heck with him," you know, it's over. And uh, I don't think there's any love lost between the two uh, two families there. So I don't know. Well,
1: There'll be a part.
0: I mean, it, it's still possible.
1: I yeah. mean, get the. The amount of um, people he's letting out of jail, I mean, he's like last time there was like a thousand. Mm-hmm. And I think they said I think the the number was that he has, you know, released using his pen like more than the last 11 presidents combined or something. That's like crazy. That. I mean, it's just unreal. What? Oh, brother. Well, it, letting people out willy nilly.
0: Yeah. On top of it, too. I just think that uh, my my hope is, and I think he's going to try to stick around and be relevant. I just hope he just people. Yeah, he's too young of a guy. I don't think he's going to keep yeah. it. I hope people just are ready to be done with him because it's just crazy. We need to get rid of that crap. But well, anyway. right away, they were talking about his
1: wife running. You know, I'm thinking, oh, my, you know, he come out right away and said, nope, you know, we're going to go on vacation and enjoy ourselves. And yeah. she's never going to run for office. Well,
0: they never say never because you never. Right. Know what well, lie. they lie anyway. So, yep. Yep. And, and and of course, Chelsea, from what I'm understanding, has somewhat been groomed to a certain degree. I don't get. I I, I see that, um, but I don't see it. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> I'm if, I'm seeing if, it. She, she has certain. a
1: long ways to go because
0: um, her public speaking is
1: not the greatest. Not the clips I've seen. So, yeah, she's pretty
0: idiotic. But and and of course, with her parents. um, You know, Hillary being her mom and Webb Hubble being her dad. Uh, (laughs) I think so, man. I really do. She doesn't look anything like Bill Clinton. I'm sorry. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. But, you know, um, uh, let's let's change gears a little bit since we talked about politics. So the Ohio State thing happened. And um, immediately the first reports, and I remember I was standing at – Somebody else's office at work and was talking and I heard one of the uh, ladies in like uh, financial department really loud said, oh, my gosh, Uh, you know, can't believe that there's been a shooting at Ohio State. And I thought, oh, my gosh, not another, you know, and so, of course, like most people, first thing pops in your mind is terrorism, right? You know, And so uh, I, I made it back. I had my phone with me, but I made it back to the office so I could actually flip on Fox News uh, on on uh, my computer. And it popped up, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it. And they're, you know, talking about there were shootings and blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, of course, you know, it started coming out that the guy used a knife, that he hit him with a car. And guess what? It, you know, he was a Muslim, <laughs> you know, and— uh, then of course you start reading some of the things he had said, and it, it just was you know. I think what he said was you know the media was was messing it up for Muslims due to the fact that he you know they were saying putting putting the stress on them and all that, and everybody's looking at him in a bad light. Uh, but yet he did exactly what he did exactly what he was saying that the media was charging them with when they weren't doing it. So yep. I mean, come on, you know and. Of course, you well, know he, that, he was it's killed. Not,
1: it's not only that, but it's the media's knee jerk reaction before they even know the facts on the ground. Oh
0: yeah, just jump right into it. It's it's, it's the gun. To so the we, point, it, yeah. And and the only the only thing that happened with the gun is the fact that it stopped the guy from killing or hurting anybody else. And
1: yeah. that's like what I was telling my wife. I'm like, you know, more people on campus need to be carrying other than just the police and everything else. I mean he it had
0: have been even quicker. Yep. It would have been stopped even quicker
1: because any anybody that would have been exactly right there, and they just were lucky that there was an officer there. I mean, what's the chances, really, to have somebody there available? He was, I guess, there on another call or was in the area or something, so it was immediate, but
0: that's not the norm. That's sure not. And, of course, Tim Kaine, yep, could have been your vice president of the United States, jumped in there on a, t- a tweet immediately saying – something about senseless gun you know i mean <laughs> and the only fire boy did you see some of the replies to that they beat him up and and deservedly so obviously i mean it and i was just
1: talking with a coworker yesterday or today about we were talking about you know tweeting and things like that and you know how you know president-elect you know goes about it and stuff but they were talking about how you know in this case other people tweeting about this gun and stuff and then immediately trying to go back and and delete things or, you know, whatever. And, and it's, you know, once you've put it out there, it's out there yeah. you can delete yours, but I mean, there's actually, you know, scrapers that scrape everything that comes off of Twitter. So, I mean, it's somewhere cached Yeah. So, once you
0: put it in, it's, it's available. That's it. Anything, no matter
1: what you do, it's still available. Whatever you put, it, I mean, if I eh, had a little bit too much one night and on Facebook and type
0: in some stupid stuff,
1: I can delete it. Somebody saw it. Yes. it's Somewhere. I yeah. mean, it's out there you're not going to get away from
0: it i mean uh, the the good thing is for you or me it really wouldn't make that big a difference because yeah. i don't think anybody cares that much but when it comes to tim Kaine being an idiot yep. and doing that then yeah it's going to show up and of course it's plastered everywhere but that's just typical that's typical um you know he mentions that first and then our prayers go out to the victims you know and no <laughs> i mean the prayers go out to the victims you know, and it's it's ridiculous that this kind of thing happens, uh, but immediately jump to the still, gun. They, they still want to hold back on calling it what it is. Yeah.
1: And, you know, and they still got to wait and see. And, you know, all the signs are there. They go look at his Facebook page and everything, and they still want to hold back. I mean, they eventually come through, but, you know, the administration still can't say it. Yeah. You know, and at least in this case, um, next year, we're going to have a president that, you know, is going to. Call it what it is and you know, everybody's gonna know it and I mean everybody does, but he just I think we're gonna have so much more respect in the world again mm-hmm. with a President Trump
0: than ever you know, they just walked over Obama. I mean, he's he just spineless. Uh, terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I think our military will be built up again. Hallelujah. Uh which should mean, you know, you know, more safety. We my company will get more business. I think it's gonna be good for everything as far as that. Because, you know, face it, as far as Commander-in-Chief, President of the United States goes, you know, by Constitution, your first thing to do is to protect the citizens of the country. And that's here or there or
1: anywhere for that matter. Just look at what the stock market's doing right now. Yeah. And Oh, he's not even president yet. You could imagine if it keeps on this trend and, you know, they do lower the taxes, not only corporate taxes, but middle class taxes, and people have the buying power to go out, you know, because – it is. It's just been stagnant. I, I get a meager raise every year, and it's really just eaten up in insurance or something else. You really don't see anything. You're actually just falling farther and farther behind all the time. Right. You know, things start moving forward, and, you know, things start growing where people are actually getting jobs. And, you know, for me, you know, buying, you know, automobiles so that the auto industry does well, which sure, my company would do well. They rebuild the military. Your company will do well. Yep. I mean, it's just all that infrastructure stuff, you know, that'll, you know, he's talking about inf- infrastructure spending. Yeah. But then again, he's going to spend, but by lowering the taxes, and everything else, the way everything's going to move, it's going to create more tax base. Yeah. That's going to, you know, there's no way he's going to turn it around everything that Obama has done. I mean, it's unprecedented how much everything's gone up. Right. I mean, we're looking at big numbers here, but. Definitely have to work towards it, and if if anybody can do it, a businessman could, right? Especially I think sure. so. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, because we haven't had any luck with politicians. No, so it's not working. They can understand how it works.
0: <laughs> At least I have hopes in it. You know, right? We'll see. Yeah. Well, hey, let me ask you. We'll switch off of that for a little while. What uh, you carry? You carry anything these days? Are you actually? I know you haven't been doing much shooting, but do you?
1: Yeah, I still carry every day. Oh, Um day. Yeah. I'm still actually carrying that Glock twenty six. Yeah. Um. You know, pretty much the same hoster I have for the last three, four years. Um, you know, it's the only place I can carry is in work. But other than that, I carry everywhere else. So, I mean, it's uh, just the uh, same, same thing. Just I, I think you get comfortable. You know, I carried that SIG 40 for so long. Yeah. And uh, you got comfortable with that. But uh, once I got used to the Glock 26, I just, it's always with me. It's, you know, you, you notice when it's not there. Yeah. You know, it'd be like leaving your wallet behind or something. I mean, it's,
0: you just know. Yeah. Well, I've changed considerably, I guess. Uh, still love the same things, you know, since, since we had our, our last Barstool show, you know. Uh, still got the revolvers and all. Still love them. Um, I'm probably going to carry one again here soon because I just don't want to get too far away from it. <laughs> but, uh, I started carrying, uh, you know, semi autos more and then, uh, Started, uh, I know this is going to sound for me, but 9 millimeters. started carrying those. Um, ended up, uh, car- uh, bought the, uh, finally got the Ruger uh, SR9C uh, and started carrying. I like the gun. It shoots very well. I don't like the thumb safety on it, uh, but I do, you know, in- enjoy the fact that it shoots well. It's got a decent trigger and all. Uh, ended up getting the um, uh, FN, uh, the FNH, what is it? The I uh, can't even think. The 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 compact, the nine compact. Okay. Uh, FN nine uh, compact. Got that? Love that gun. Now it's a twelve shot. You know, uh, it's a little bit longer grip, but it's a, a wonderful gun. I love that thing. I think it's that
1: in, originally when I when I went into. And I don't know I've told the story before, but when I was I was taking my daughter down to um, Tennessee, uh-huh. and uh, she was visiting a friend, and we drove all the way down. She drove down, but I was sitting in the passenger seat, and then I dropped her off, and I drove. I basically stayed for like 20 minutes and drove back, so it was like a 16-hour drive. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I got home, and that SIG was just killing my side. It just (laughs) Sitting in the seat, it was just killing me, and I said, you know, I got back, and that Saturday, I went went to my favorite gun store, and looking around, I wanted to go get the Ruger, and uh, I looked at it, and... um, after looking at it for a little bit and pulling the trigger on it a couple of times, and then I was looking at the you know the baby glocks the twenty six I looked at the twenty seven the the forty and um i ended up I ended up getting the glock and um once I got used to the trigger the how how the trigger works yeah um I just love it i mean it works well. I can pretty much pick up any of the glocks and they feel the same and I've rented several. After that, actually, I, I purchased a couple from people that needed money or something, and they were selling one, and I knew I could flip it pretty easy and make some money on them. So I've done that. I didn't keep them, but um, uh, because I, I didn't need I I didn't need another plastic gun like that, but <laughs> just the one I
0: carry. Right. But
1: uh, they were they're, they're always fun to shoot, you know. And uh, I thought about getting getting one in a forty. I think it was, was getting a the uh, twenty three. Yeah, and uh, just just never did. But
0: uh, well, you know, the forties kind of fallen away i mean uh, i guess with the the way not the bullets are now nine millimeter has has really come a long way uh compared to compared what to, they used to be yeah now all semi-automatic firearms are really you know that are of decent uh manufacturer or, or decent quality i mean you always gotta let it could possibly have a lemon in, in any bunch but uh, uh you really don't have that much of an issue with that but I, I know that nine millimeters have come a long way now, and uh you know reliably expand and, and the like so uh it's still hard for me because I still like the big ones and the fast ones forty fives <laughs> yeah. and the three fifty sevens and I don't want
1: to see 40s going too far because I've got you know a couple five gallon buckets of brass yeah and and, I,
0: and you know they're they're kind of quasi i mean when they're stoked up, forty is getting close to that three fifty seven magnum kind of thing. Uh, I know the 357 SIG came out, and then, of course, it's just the neck down 40. Right. Uh, but lot, I got a lot of that brass also. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and you're getting uh, almost a, pretty much the same kind of stuff uh, with the 40 and the 357 SIG. And and people are like, well, you know, the 9, the 9. And it's like, yeah, but if you like the 40 and you like the 357 SIG, if you like 357 Magnum or whatever, and you shoot it well, by gosh, stay with it, you know? I what mean, about you're no not one. going backwards. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know? What about the
1: 10 millimeter? I mean, it's, I love that. Love it. I, it was, it was unusual is you know, I was at work the other day and I was happening to be sitting in our break room and uh, one of the second or third shifts come in and there's a couple of young guys sitting around talking. And the one guy was talking about, Oh, I really wish I would have, you know, got one of those 10 millimeters. Like you got a couple of weeks ago, and just kind of sitting there listening to see what they're they're talking about. I'm like, why had not anybody talk about a 10 millimeter in a long time? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that. And another thing, too, I was out for breakfast with my wife just last weekend, and we were sitting in a restaurant, and there was a couple of guys having a conversation about concealed carry hosters. <laughs> which one's the best? <laughs> and, you know, w- one guy was saying, well, I'm going to get myself a crossbreed because they're the best ones out there. And the other guy was talking about some custom-made one that he was having done or something. But yeah. I was like, you know, it's getting to be more – you get to hear this more. I mean, yeah. it, at one point you didn't, but it's, it's more and more popular. I know License to Carry in the State of Indiana is just – skyrocketed over the last 10 years so sure um and i think we see that everywhere
0: now really i mean
1: i think it's starting to go i started to get it's starting to be the norm i mean people that would never considered of having a license before actually have them
0: oh yeah and uh it's going to happen more and more i think uh especially with the climate changing you know in the administration and all yeah so. yep. but uh well and that's the thing was that a
1: good thing or a bad thing because um I remember right after the election that uh, Smith and & Wesson and Ruger stock kind of dropped. <laughs> but I I think Black Friday was pretty good because I think gun sales went way up. Oh, man. They, incredible. Yeah, amount of sales. Well, and
0: seen, I've seen pictures of people standing in lines yeah. to buy guns. Now, I mean, the crazy thing is uh, that it would have probably been that way, you know, of course, if she won because people would be wanting to get it before she got in there and did something. Right. Um, and of course you can't, you can't count on the establishment, uh, Republicans to, to help us, you know, I mean, look at, look at Obamacare. Um, so, you know, I think that that alone was one way, but then out of nowhere, it's like all these dealers, I got a friend, yeah, it's a dealer. And, uh, he was like, well, you know, I got the stock now. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, crazy enough though, people went now, he could, the prices did not go up like they would have right, uh, so you know really, there's some good deals out on some brand new firearms, some good stuff now, um, and people I know like so the dealers stocked up on at least the ones I know and what I've been hearing and reading is stocked up on the uh uh you know the black rifles, a lot of that stuff now, uh, it was probably a smart thing for them to do, yeah, I mean, you know it just didn't actually work out for them all that well. It, it didn't, but now they can sell their you know just sell it at a decent price, right, you yeah. know, and people that have been waiting to. You know, go in and get one. Now's a good time because you can... I see them like on CDNN Investments or whatever they call it. Uh, see that from time to time. Get those emails. And there there's some uh, good prices on, on Black Rifles coming through. Uh, my buddy Manny at ICL Arms, he's he's got some really good deals on stuff now. And I'm seeing this stuff come through, and I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's taunting me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I don't need to buy anything else right now. We've got Christmas coming up. Um I just don't need to be doing it and uh it's it's hard right now cuz I'm seeing these prices and I'm thinking now's the time I should be getting this and that and it's just, you know, the climate's good to do it, the prices are right, people got stock out there. Maybe if I just wait till after Christmas, you know, maybe I can get an even special better deal or something like that. I don't know. And but um uh,
1: Back in the day there, too, I mean, you know, several years ago, I was, when I was at SHOT Show the one time, a local um, manufacturer here locally that uh, just start just actually just started making AR stuff, and uh, they've been in business for a long time, it's a family-owned business, but they started a, a different division, and they call it BCI, yeah, and uh, BCI Defense, and so they started making AR stuff, and um, at one point, you know, one of our big local stores here started selling their stuff exclusively, and they did like a 199 deal for the, the lower, a complete lower. Right. And so I went in and bought one and I told the salesman, I said, you know, uh, I know you guys got skids of them back there because I've been in your back room before. <laughs> when the uh, manager showed me around one time when I interviewed him, I said, uh, can you go back there and see if you can find me a unique serial number? And he says, well, what do you mean by unique? I'm like, you'll know it when you see it. And so he brought me out, brought me out a gun, and it was you know, basically a four-digit number with you know two same digits. And I'm like, yeah, there's no problem. I, I can remember that one. There's, I don't have a gun in my collection that has four digits in it, so that's not <laughs> a problem. And it wasn't, but oh, maybe a year ago or something, they were running a contest on their Facebook page, yeah, for a uh, an upper. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually won that. Just entered the contest, and I figured, you how know, come I can't win anything? <laughs> <laughs> I've never won anything. I've never win anything. But I fell into that one i think maybe because nobody else you know entered the contest so
0: that's hilarious well i know that uh, you know talking about uh, uppers and lowers you see those on sale big time now it's funny ruger in the chat room says and he's right and i want to i want to talk about this he says he loves that folks trying to sell uh an ar that they bought back in 2012 for 1300 dollars and now you can get them for $700 new. Yep, yep. And that's true. That's right. As a matter of fact, like one of the guys I work with, uh, he bought one uh, back during the grab scenario. Where, when, you know, everybody, one of the deals when Obama said something or whatever happened, you yep. know, we had a mass shooting or whatever. And um, he, he comes up and he, buys, he says, I, you know, I want to get one. I said, well, look, man, why don't you just wait? Because mm-hmm. it's going to calm down and you'll be able to get one at a good price nah, you just never know. I said, well, you know, in this case, I kind of do know because it's a pattern that goes on and on and they're not going to be able to just step in there and say, look, we're banning all firearms with a pen and a phone. Uh, you know, it's just, you're going to have a big fight on your hands if that happens. So There's so many firearms in the United States these days and so many gun owners that, no, it's just not, you know. And um, not that they wouldn't try, but, you know. And so he, he went and bought one anyway for a couple over a couple grand, you know. Well... It wasn't too long ago we were talking. He said, Hey, would you like to buy, you know, my AR off of me? And I said, Well, it depends. Because, see, now I know at, at the time it had settled down, it wasn't talked about as much, and people were calmer, and prices had dropped to reasonable, reasonable prices, you know. And and he's like, uh, Why don't you buy it off of me? And I said, Well, you know, what do you want for it? You know, I can always buy another one. Why not? You know, and he's, Oh, he wanted what he paid for it. I said, Sorry, buddy. <laughs> It'll work that way. I said, do you remember when I told you to hold off because people will be purchasing these things. They will never shoot them. And then all of a sudden their wife or the would say, look, you know, you get rid of this thing. You never shot it. Yeah, you got $1,200, $1,300 sitting over here. Or a couple grand or whatever. And, you know, it's just sitting there. You've never shot the thing. Of course, the guy realizes he hang got any place to go shoot it, right? right. You know, Um and, and and he's just sitting around going, well, what am I going to do with this? And Or he needs the money or whatever. And people are going to start selling them. You get them for a song, you know. Uh, and and so I told him, I said, you remember I told you that? I said, now you're that guy. Yeah. I said, because you can't sell it for what you bought it for. It's not worth that. Apparently, said, he doesn't know how the
1: stock market works either. You yeah, right. probably would buy the wrong time <laughs> then also. I mean, you know, it's the same thing it's it's crazy it's, I, have, I had a friend uh a guy I used to work with, but he called me up before the election and he's uh he's uh from England but he's he's legally here in the United States, so he could buy a gun and he's yeah. been here for you know a very long time, and him and his wife are he his wife is retired he was getting ready to retire and he's like, You know what i better get one now because I might not be able to get one and he wanted go out and shoot some of mine so he kind of understood what he was looking at and this, that, and everything else. We never got together. And I told him, I said, you know what? You might want to just wait, you know? (laughs) You might want to just wait because even now, going up to the election, there's this nobody knows what's going on, and it's probably not the best time to buy. And it may not really be the best time after the election if Hillary wins, but eventually it's going to cool off, and the time that you need to buy is when, you know, there's no threat around And so the day after the election, he texts me and goes, Man, you were right. (laughs) He's a think. (laughs) Well, actually, now he probably isn't going to even buy one because (laughs) he would have been that guy that would have bought the expensive gun beforehand and then wanted to sell it the day after the election because uh, I don't really need it now
0: because I could get it if I wanted to. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, you're looking at these prices now, or just there's some really good prices out there. And uh, I'd mentioned this on the show. Uh, with Paul and and Average Joe, we were talking about it. Um, you know, the M and P is really their their M and P uh, line, uh, Smith and Wesson, their AR line, really good for the price. I mean, Ruger's the same way, um, and of course, you know, even even some of the Primo uh, boutique uh, companies with have have come down considerably in price. So you can really get some decent deals and some you know some great you know, AR type platform. Yeah. Right? There's
1: everything out there too. I mean, there's so many other like smaller manufacturers also that are out there that are making good stuff, but um, you know, they don't make as many and you know, you know, like, like I said, the BCI defense, they make some really nice looking stuff, really good stuff. You know, a lot of people do the same thing. And a company like that is, it's not like they're, they just opened up a shop or whatever. They were in manufacturing previously. Yeah. Uh, the company is Bremen Casting. So they casted stuff and, and all that so it's it's nothing new to them and so you know only thing that was new to them is just a different product they were doing i mean in a lot of these it's it's not rocket scientists you know to, to mill this stuff out right but, right you know it's <laughs> not that i mean i tell you what the the, the pistons i make for automobiles are have a high, lot tighter tolerance than most ar stuff does really so oh, yeah yeah it's yeah.
0: really really tight stuff huge so, difference there big time yeah but, you know, it's it's a good thing. It's a good climate. Things are going the right way. i like to see, you know, the uh, Hearing Protection Act that they've got going on, uh, Bill. Oh, that would be, I mean, just to be able to walk in and purchase
1: a suppressor. Yeah. Uh, without going all through there. Because I got a friend of mine, I don't know how many he has. He has a lot. Mm-hmm. And just to say that, you know, he in January, he goes in the store and buys a suppressor. And maybe by October, he might actually have it just as I just can't do that. I can't put all that money down and go through all those hoops to wait till then. If I could just walk in and buy one and walk out.
0: Right. It'd be perfect. I mean, and, and let's face it. I mean, that <laughs> suppressors don't. I mean, it, people think that it's it's going to be like the movies. I mean, that's what these. Uh, yeah. And that's the way they make it. Yeah, You know, and they make it to where they're going. Uh, you know, it's you can go in with whatever kind of gun and you never hear it and all this stuff. And it's, it's not even close to being that way. I I've shot, I've
1: shot a lot of his mm-hmm. and it's great because you know, hearing protection, but it's nowhere near silent. No, not at all. I mean, and what's cool is you get to hear the full action of the gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, uh, it, it's just funny. Yeah. It's like I said, some people, I know there's gonna be a lot of people that's shelled a lot of money out over the years, purchasing theirs, putting them in trusts and all that. And, uh, you know if something like that passes, I'm gonna go get myself a couple and it'll be a lot cheaper.
0: Mm-hmm. Me we, too. I'm gonna buy. Matter of fact, I have to get some new firearms that'll be threaded, so I can just put cans on it. Yeah, just a so, bunch of cans, ten millimeter. <laughs> the thing about it is, is the, the science behind a lot of
1: of of the suppressor stuff is fully available out in the net, and everyone's tried different things. Um, you know, a guy with a lathe in his in his garage could make one. I mean, well, you
0: know, and I did a show gosh years ago uh based on the um uh you know the oil filter suppressor right yep you know right. they've got those um got those adapters well, after, that you yeah. can screw on yep. and uh, i forgot which episode i did of that but it was uh i mean and they work of course the big old can sticks up where you can't see through the sights right, right. But, <laughs> but i mean it does work so like you say there's there's a whole lot of ingenuity going on and, and they're getting more and more um, innovative. You know, these suppressors are, uh, you see these different types that uh, look like a vortex instead of a, you know, with a baffling type thing. So it's, it's, it's really interesting to see what what's coming about, but it'd be great if they go ahead and, and, and do away with the regulations on that. And then and people can buy them at that point. It'd be great for hunters. I mean, you know,
1: It'd be uh, perfect for like even you know I I go out squirrel hunting and it'd be just perfect because oh yeah. I go out squirrel hunting and I shoot that first squirrel and the rest of them go hide. Sure, I mean it's just you know
0: and, and plus you know when you're hunting you know uh, I wear typically uh, wear the attenuating um, uh, air you know uh, air protection and it, then you don't have to even bother with that. You can hear you can hear easily with your own ears. <laughs> you know? And, yeah, that's uh, especially when I'm squirrel hunting,
1: it's so much of a listening thing to be able to tell where they're at, and yeah, you know, it echoes in the woods, and you know, you're just looking, you know, trying to listen, and I'm trying to call to them, and you're, you know, you're trying to, and if I have anything in my ears or over my ears, it just doesn't work for me. I mean, no, it's and, hard to uh, do it. It is, and so just to be able to have, and it's not like I'm going to
0: stop and put hearing protection on when I see the squirrel. You know, it's I don't have much time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you're going to do some, uh, squirrel hunting then any, any other hunting you're planning on doing or.
1: Uh... No, that's about all I ever do. Uh, my one friend of mine that lives just across the border in Michigan, he, he's got uh, quite a bit of property that, uh, he usually will shoot a couple of deer and I just pay for his license and we'll go up and butcher one and throw one. We haven't had one in a couple of years. He's been working a lot, but, uh, yeah. he asked me this year if I wanted. So I said, sure, well, of course. I mean, it's, we'll eat it until it's gone. And then, uh then we got to buy beef again. <laughs>
0: well you know um it's i I love to deer hunt um don't do it as much it's just you know like you say and you don't get out cheap on it because i don't butcher my own meat and all well we we do Um, that but we've taken and taken it down and processed.
1: it had some of it processed into like um you know hunter sticks and stuff like that but uh the biggest thing for me especially in in my area is you know all the land's been purchased so you gotta know somebody we have land but my brother-in-law usually hunts on it or a couple of his friends. And then if you go to public land, it's so overcrowded, you're afraid you're going to get shot. Sure. So, I mean, it's once hunting season opens up, because it's usually such a short season, everybody's trying to get out there. So, you know, it's usually I let everybody else go out there and I'll usually do the do the squirrel stuff. So
0: after <laughs> yeah, the small game is a lot easier <laughs> years over and uh, dove you know, hunting, I love doing that. It's hot it, those days though. It, it's
1: just nice like the squirrel hunting is just nice to get out there and walk around through the woods and yeah. usually I like to go out after usually I try to do it after leaves have fallen, but mm-hmm. sometimes you go out beforehand. But at I'll least tell you, after I, leaves have fallen then the twenty two works great.
0: Right. I wanna I wanna kinda get more into the air rifle kind of thing too. Uh I've got quite a few really good air rifles and uh <clears throat> I might be doing it with that some uh as well. And, you know, those air rifles are about as loud as <laughs> to yeah, know yeah, the twenty two Yeah, definitely. Cause I used I used the one in the back. Uh, we had
1: uh, raccoon problems for a while, and yeah. man, they would just uh, tear stuff up. And I get the air rifle out, and it, like I said, almost as loud as the twenty two with the noise it would make. But, yeah,
0: I mean, I've got I've got like some twenty two caliber air rifles and seventeens, of course. And uh, typically on the uh, even the rifles I've got that shoot, uh, you know, typically around the speed of sound or better, you got that crack. I mean, you don't have that pop sound that you do as much with, um, uh, ammunition. Uh, but you do have it, that crack cause you're breaking the speed of sound, you know? And so what I'll normally do is get a heavier pellet and, and try to slow that down below that. And that helps a lot, but still it is, it's, it's a little louder than you think it is. People think it's just, you know, and it's not really that. It's uh, not really that. Yeah. I don't know. Some years ago
1: I bought a, uh, a Ruger 1022 stainless and, uh, I put a rubberized hog stock on it and uh, a nice, nice, really nice um, Leopold twenty-two scope. Yeah, with a uh, a Timney trigger. Huh. The Timney trigger was probably almost as much as the whole damn gun was because it's <laughs> nice. But you, know, you go out squirrel hunting with that, and you really, I mean, really feel. I mean, squirrels don't have much
0: of a chance. <laughs> right. They sure don't, man. They sure don't. But I tell you, um, I like doing that, and I wanted. You know, one of the things I'd like to do more is is uh, do some duck hunting. It's just such a it's very hard it, it, for me to to get it together, get all my equipment, and and get somebody to to go out with, and uh, you know where to go, and and are we gonna are we gonna actually just troll basically down down yeah. a river, or are we gonna go try to set up a blind? And duck hunting's fantastic though, and I mean, good duck meat, ooh, delicious. And it's a lot of fun to do it. I just wish I could have a place, drive to it, get out, <laughs> yeah. do it. I'm sure there are places that happen, but that's expensive. Yeah. And we don't really have them that prevalent around here. So uh, you yeah, were going to say, say
1: something? They've done uh, some of the uh, like the deer preserves and stuff here yeah. in and stuff too. And I at one point, I think they were going to go away from it. And maybe they've gone back to it or something, you know, where you pay a fee and you've got this, you know, large amount of land where they're basically they're almost like pets. But. Uh, they've raised there and stuff, but, uh, I've never, never done anything like that either, but, uh, it's kind of, interesting. Hey, what about that? Uh, did you see that post the other day on uh, Facebook? It was the, uh, Marlin 410 lever action. Oh, I did. Did you? And thank
0: you for saying it properly. <laughs> it is I a lever did, action. I yes. did that
1: on purpose. You yeah.
0: Know. And you did it properly. Uh, I did see that. And I, 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 you know, a good lever shotgun like that. Mm. Hmm. Yeah.
1: you were asking me earlier about if I bought any new guns, and I was I was thinking about that at the point, but I wanted to bring it up later. But if I was going to get one, that
0: would probably be one of the ones. Tell you what, that that's a nice fire. Was it a was it a Marlin or Henry? It was, I think it was a Marlin. Might have been, yeah. I can't remember. I remember seeing the post and somebody said something, you know, and said lever or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it indeed. Um, I do, you know, I don't have a, a good lever action shotgun, and that would make four ten is nothing to sneeze at that's i mean especially for dove and small game and all shoot there's nothing wrong with that a uh, home defense even uh you know a lot of people use a 410 uh not a, well, i don't know I, if it's a I lot like but there that. are people that use
1: i them. like that and also a uh a 44 mag uh big boy yeah yeah that's those
0: different. henrys have got just incredible actions um oh they do that's they're beautiful cool. they're like butter and i know like butter <laughs> i know the um Henry's coming out with stuff, you know, we talked about uh on the show recently, uh, you know, they've got that new three oh eight. It's got the, the box mag on it. Uh and it's a lever. And I have been watching YouTube videos of people shooting it at all, and I really want one of those. Now it's a four shot uh three oh eight. Uh, but you know it's 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 literally the three oh eight that you you know. <laughs> wow. And uh so it's with the box mag, I mean obviously and it's a flesh mount box mag that goes underneath it and it holds four. Um, I assume somebody might, if they wanted to come out with a, a larger magazine to hold more capacity. I don't really know why. Cause I mean, uh, that, that's a, you know, with the lever action like that, that box underneath it, I don't know, I guess you could, but, um, what is it? The, uh, which one is it? The, the BLR, um, uh, the Browning, uh, lever that that's one like that oh, yeah, but, that's, yeah that's right yeah i forgot yeah. but it the 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 thing is it looked good that uh that henry looks good i know how those actions are how smooth they are uh everything i've seen is looks like it's really accurate you know and of course henry has got the most beautiful wood and oh, that's, and that's they're true. they're bluing and they're you know the ones that got the brass on it mm, that's a wonderful firearm talk about
1: 308 uh-huh. stuff like that i i i purchased one well this way back several years ago yeah a ruger uh-huh. one of the american ones you know with no sights or anything on it from a guy he he bought another gun he never used this one it was brand new still in the box he wanted to get rid of it i beat him up on price he finally came down to a price that i could buy it from him and i've
0: had it for all these years and it's still brand new in the box <laughs> <laughs> i hate to admit it but I actually have firearms that are like that. I remember yep. you didn't you purchase or somebody was talking about. Oh no, no, somebody was talking about purchasing one of the commemoratives, and 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 we had a we had a little, uh, I guess, argument overall with not just me and you, but other people whether to shoot it or not or not. Yeah, yeah.
1: I know. At one point, I wanted to buy my son. They they had the Boy Scout one, and mm-hmm. yeah, he was gonna when he was going to. Uh, uh, finish Boy Scouts, uh, get an Eagle Scout, which he came very close but didn't do it. I told him, I said, if you, if you do it, I'll buy you this gun. And uh, you know, there were still so many of them out there, the commemorative ones, they were Winchester ones, I believe, that mm-hmm. had never been shot, but they were out there and available. They no longer made them anymore. But right. I said, if you if you finished it, I'll I'll get you one of these. And uh, we might have talked about that at one point. You I know, think so, yeah. And
0: uh, he never did it, <laughs> but I, I, I thought about, it. I almost bought it anyhow. <laughs> that's the thing too there's so much stuff out there when they come out with this new stuff and it looks good and shoots good and you know i it's just man i get to be a sucker and go i gotta stop that though it's just getting to be ridiculous Um, well i got
1: i got that i've got that thing and then i i also collect knives so yeah yeah um, i was in hoffman estates illinois for that training a couple weeks back and i was they had a big Cabela's out there so it was right right around where i was doing the training so i stopped in there and started looking around and Always end up finding a knife that you know I didn't have before or something like that. And yeah, this this one was made. Uh, it was it's called a Alaska knife or oh. made in Alaska knife or something. Is the name the name brand I never heard of it before. Right, real nice knife, nice G10 handle, a uh, real nice sheath on it. You know, it wasn't really expensive, sixty bucks or something like that. Right, but I'll I'll go to some of these gun shows and these you know the guys that make custom knives and I I really like some of the stuff these oh, people. God. Do. And I'll go in and I'll buy something, and the first thing they do is like, well, "What are you going to do with it?" I'm like, "It's going in my gun safe." And they're like, "You know, these things are meant to be used." I'm like, "It's too beautiful to use." What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I know it. I, you, you see those? You're right with the yep. the exotic woods they use. Oh, yeah, Laminate type grip uh, handles, and oh man, you talking about I nice? Always,
1: I always look for like you know different unique blades, you know, just the hand, you know, just nice different handle materials, but you know. So many different styles of of, of the, the blade itself. And it just, sometimes I forget what I have. I'm always like, oh, that's beautiful. You know, I don't think I have anything like that. And sometimes I'll come home and I'll have something somewhere. But, you know, you, you never know. I think I posted this up on Facebook probably last week that I was in in the safe and I pulled out something. I had a Mini 14 that I totally forgot I had. and <laughs> It was another one that I take and put a rubberized Hogue stock on Don't it.
0: you love that?
1: <laughs> I was like, It's like Christmas. I know. Oh, I I, I forgot I had that.
0: I'm going to need to start doing
1: something with it. Yeah, that that happens. And then sorry sorry, everybody out there that, you know, (laughs) posted that, you know, I I don't have the kind of money to to do that. Well, it's not a matter of that. I've just, you know, I've set my priorities.
0: You just did it. (laughs) It's not whether you had it or not. You just did it. You know. know,
1: That happens. You you just do it. Yep. That's my retirement fund.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's that old thing going around facebook it's like when i die, I tell my wife what these guns really cost yeah <laughs> yeah i just I'm uh sure once in a while
1: you somebody like that you know somebody will say oh yeah, yeah yeah um i know somebody is so-and-so passed away and and they've got some guns and their wife's got some guns they want to sell and i'm like well do they know what they're worth because i come <laughs> over and help you out <laughs>
0: That's well, like two people in my work, and then they, you know, they don't necessarily know I'm Doc Wesson, but they, <laughs> they do know that, um, you know, I not everybody, but I guess major, majority or most people there know about guns uh, that I dabble in it. Yeah. They, uh, they from time to time. It's like one guy came up to me and he goes, uh, "You know, my uh, my my wife's brother passed away, and I know exactly what's coming." Right. You know, the guy was was a gunny and he's got like you know, 50-60 guns. He goes, "What's this stuff worth?" <laughs> I said, "Well, you know, you need to you need to get your book. You need to talk to some de- you know, dealers and and of course, he's talking to me I, for the ones I know. And of course, some of them come out to be really good firearms. I'm talking about some expensive stuff, you know. Um ended up putting those on consignment at a, a fine firearms dealer. We got one around here called Cherries Uh, I think they handle like uh, auctions and a lot of stuff like that. But you go in there in in their store and it's not like your typical gun store. It's it's almost like the you know, you walk in, it's got mahogany doors and, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's like for real. You know, you go in, you expect wine and cheese. I mean, I'm not buying a Rolls Royce, but, you know, you go in and it's got some of the most, you know, exotic wood firearms that are in there, shotguns and Oh, just beautiful stuff, you know, and he, they ended up having some of those. I was like, well, look, on those, you really need to talk to the specialist on that. Uh, whatever I come up with is, is just not going to be right. And, of course, he had some other uh, normal things. So I, of course, bought a couple <laughs> at a good price off of them. But, um, you know, it's 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 funny how that happens. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that that comes up, but it's just tough. It's tough not to buy everything. And, and you know, I when can i possibly shoot at all it's just it's exactly. so difficult you know and then and then you know it's like my my range uh that i go to you, you you can shoot long arms in there you can't shoot shotgun i don't think they allow that but you can shoot long arms but you can't shoot bottleneck they won't allow that now the stop will stop it it's just they it's just so loud right and, you know they don't they don't really like that to be the case i guess um, i i guess what
1: comes up to me all the time is like we're saying like ars i mean yeah it's it's everybody who's purchased one and everybody ends up wanting to sell one later or or it's oh it's like brand new oh they're all like brand new yeah i mean unless you're a big shooter they're all like brand new there's thousands of them out there that you can buy easily all the time so uh somebody tells me they want to buy one i'm like you know get on the arms list or something and somebody that really wants to get rid of one or you know just wait. Somebody will ask you, you know, if you're looking for something. Sure. Or wait for me. I'll tell you. You know, somebody's looking to sell something. Right. You know, it's like, because a lot of times people won't even ask somebody if they'll go down on something. Mm-hmm. It was like the, the clock I was telling you I purchased not too long back that one time. Um, you know, the guy was trying to sell it for five fifty. I go, well, that's what brand new price is. <laughs> I mean, he says, well, what would you give me for it? I said, $100. <laughs> I says, I'll give you four. Yeah. He's like, really, four? And I'm like, I'm being fair. Yeah. I think four is way high, actually. <laughs> yeah. you know? And he's right. like, well, he says, I've got like three holsters and, and three extra bags and a box of ammo. I'm like, okay, then it, my four seems more reasonable to yeah, me. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's like, really? And I'm like, he goes, well, I think I'll wait a week. So a week later, he comes back. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting anything. So I said, all right, I'll give you four. I gave it four, and I turned around, and sold it for four fifty the next day. <laughs> well, no, actually, I think I bought it on a Friday. I shot it on a Saturday. I cleaned it up and sold it on Sunday. Right. And I kept the mags because I needed them. So,
0: you got something out of it and some money too. Yep. I did. What's wrong with that? Oh yeah.
1: A, so I didn't want them. So.
0: <laughs> well, my problem is I get, anything I buy, even with the intent of selling it for more or whatever, I don't ever do it. It just keeps getting more and more and more and uh you know going to the range with all those guns i mean it's like do you really want to take all of them shoot all of them and i end up taking quite a few most of the time and i mean you well, got I, to clean them all that's, that's it that's
1: exactly <clears throat> i i love to take them and shoot them but then i don't want to come home and especially if i only shot a couple shots out of it and now oh yeah okay that thing come
0: on i mean i don't mind i don't mind cleaning sometimes it's kind of fun well back in the day i enjoyed it more than i do now yeah i I was gonna say i'm old now (laughs) i don't have the time to do it (laughs) and well not just that it's just like if it's one gun and it's a semi-auto or revolver you just pop it open or whatever you you know you're just gonna swab your 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 long arms barrel down and wipe you you know your action out or whatever because you didn't shoot much on it okay yeah but i mean when going and shooting a bunch of everything then having to break it all down. I mean, you could spend a whole day doing that, you know, yeah. so...
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you're going to do it right, you're going to really clean everything really, really well. It's, yeah. Psh, it's with
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. But anyway, but I, I ended up getting a... And, and I'm not a 380 fan, never have been, still not, but I ended up getting LCP, finally. Oh, did you? I got one, yeah. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it... <laughs> and i carry it every day now i mean i you can't argue with the fact that you know it just hides that thing hides that's small and yep you can just put it away yeah you can now i mean there's there's question of course about you know the potency of the 380 round of course and 380's been around a long time and they you know penetration wise if you've got ball ammo or the um uh you know the flat point It'll penetrate then. Uh, and then, of course, they're saying, well, you got to watch forever penetration at that point. And, uh, uh, but then, of course, they make all this ammo now that's uh, hollow points. But it doesn't consistently give you the penetration with uh, the expansion. And when it does expand, typically it's not a great expansion. Well, it makes sense. I mean, it's the laws of physics, you know. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I just basically carry, uh, you know, uh, the flat nose in it and uh i know they've got these boutique type rounds out now I mean, underwood uh makes what they call extreme penetrator and the defender and all this stuff where they've got this funky scallop stuff cut out. it's a flat nose where the scallop, scallop scalloped out i guess i think it's all those are all um copper the whole bullets copper too but you know they're so expensive <laughs> Yeah. Holy cow! And this, well, you know, we recommend you run fifty rounds through it or a hundred rounds through it just to make sure that it works properly. Yeah. Okay. So sixty dollars worth of ammunition just to yeah. see if it works. It works right. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work, you got sixty dollars worth of ammunition stuck around. You know. But um,
1: you know, yeah. the nice thing about those things too, especially if if somebody's not used to carrying two, and they're worried about carrying something, at least it's better to carry something like that than not carry at all right you know so um that's kind of why i went with the i still got the nine but you know the baby glock the 26 is is so small and easy to <laughs> conceal that yeah it makes it makes it convenient to do and there's ammo i already had so it makes it easy
0: well you know and, and too in the summertime it does make it a little tougher like for me at work um with with any of my firearms uh you know, I, I, I did didn't mention that I do have a Smith, Smith and Wesson shield now. Uh, Paul makes uh, uh, the Plan B, which is the uh, uh, mag extension that goes on the bottom uh, that al- allows the magazines to drop free better. It's really a good it's really a good piece to go on there. But anyway, uh, got a, I, I specifically bought the firearm for that reason because he had that so I could check it out and it works great. And um, so I do carry that. Now they're nice because they're flat. You don't have as much as uh, much ammo in it, obviously, as you do with the double stacks. But uh, but still, those are still bigger than that. Like the LCP is or the 380s. I mean the the, the mouse guns. And uh, I mean I can throw that thing in my pocket. And what I do for the spare magazine, you know, it only comes with one uh, six rounder. Uh, I bought a ProMag ten mount round. They make us, you know, ProMag makes a ten, fifteen, and I think six rounders or whatever. And I've always heard ProMag kind of be, have spotty quality in the way of it working or whatever. Right. Um, But when I go back and and research that and looked at it, it was for other magazines. I didn't really see that on the LCP. I didn't, since then I've had like maybe one or two people tell me that they've had issues with the uh, uh, ones from ProMag. But uh, I know the, uh, I get the 10 rounder and I I didn't do it as much for the fact that it has ten rounds in it, as I did for the little bit longer length of it. It's a little easier for me to grab it in my um, weekend pocket, Mm. and I keep it in a Remora, uh, you know, magazine carrier. Uh, You know, it's that rubber on the outside. Do
1: you ever remember? Did you get uh, remember? I can't remember the guy. What the name of the guy's name was, but remember the snag mags that uh yeah,
0: yeah uh we had you gave me one or one that I, they had
1: yeah they, they'd sent me some
0: yeah like, those work good
1: yeah those yeah i still have actually have one sitting right here with my uh for my glock mag for my 26
0: yeah so. i mean it looks like a a knife yeah that's what, what it looks slide like yeah. that right on your pocket and it's you just reach down it it comes out easy One i got was for the uh xd 45 yeah and um but yeah I carry that when I carry when I carry that x d that's that's what I let my spare ride in because it looks just like a like you say like it's a a folder that goes in your pocket um but uh but that that three eighty that that Pro Mag that I've got for that it fits in that remora uh carrier it's real flat you know it goes in there, but I mean it's perfect because the uh Uh, it's oriented correctly sitting in my pocket you don't even know it's so light and there's nothing to it it's it's in there you know that's the way the firearm is too and you know of course i've shot out of it and i've never had a hiccup with it whatsoever um so now i've got something easy to uh, uh, pull out of my pocket and stick in my uh you know lcp uh, as a back uh, as a spare mag and uh, also it's uh, got 10 rounds to it so that's, that's pretty good it yep. extends the it extends below enough to where it's almost like a full-size grip at that point. <laughs> so it's kind of cool, man. It's yeah, I got cool. a, an extension on the mags on my uh,
1: uh Glock 26 just to give me some place for that pinky finger to go.
0: Yeah. Well, that's like that Ruger LCP. It's not your pinky finger you're trying to get on, it's your ring finger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that thing is tiny, that grip. And uh yeah, I use it's got that that little lip that comes on the little pointed lip and it that does absolutely nothing in the way of printing. I mean it's no big deal to have that on, but it does allow me to get that ring finger on there and uh it helps shooting it actually feels pretty good with it now it, it I'll, i don't know if you ever shot the little small three eighties like that they're not fun really because they're lightweight you don't have a substantial grip and uh unless you put like some type of you know grip uh you know what call it sleeve on it or whatever right but uh it it definitely will let you know you shot it. I mean it's <laughs> I'd rather shoot a full fledged forty four Magnum revolver in, yes. in in a short barrel. I mean literally it's it's got a a strong amount of pop to it and uh but you gotta get used to it, uh the way to grip it, you know, from the front to the back. Now this L C P's got that Crimson Trace laser on it, so that's pretty nice. It's not awesome. bad, you know, it doesn't really add much to the gun. I don't even notice it's in the pocket. So but yeah, I keep that with me all the time. But I still carry my other guns, you know, as well. And if I can't carry those in where I'm going or for some reason or whatever, then I just have that other. I have the LCP in my pocket. So. Has any of the laws changed in, in North Carolina there? I was trying to remember. We had, uh, well, you know, I can't remember since we talked last. I know that, um, you know, they came up and, and, and we had the situation where Alan Gurra came through and helped us with the uh, uh situation where north carolina has a uh, when they call a state of emergency there's a situation where in north carolina if it was a state of emergency you could not carry your firearm off your property yeah i think i remember Wes talking about that before so they changed that then he changed yeah he got in there and helped us with that and they changed that um i know in uh maybe since we we talked last in north carolina you can if you have a concealed carry permit uh, you can carry on to a school property now, but it, 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 it has to be like in a container, a shut container in your car. So like a glove box or console or whatever. Uh, you, you have no reason whatsoever to pull it out. I mean, once the thing comes out, you're immediately a felon. Um, but it's it, at least now, it, like, for instance, if you have your gun on you all day long, you're going to pick your child up. You can put it in your glove box and not be breaking any laws, okay. you know, as you pick that's them up. So that that's happened. We, we've had a lot, you know, we've had uh, McCrory as our governor. He's a Republican, or he's a conservative. And we've had a conservative uh, General Assembly as well. And uh, now it's kind of scary because, uh, you know, McCrory's going through that uh, battle with um, Roy Cooper. Uh, so the race has still not been decided yet. However, it does look like Roy, Roy Cooper's going to get it. And it well, all is based, I think, on that HB... 12 or 2 or whatever it was the one with the bathroom situation yeah um so and and people are doing that it's not people don't realize that that's the case uh it, it, they think well you know transgender uh, people uh you know using the bathroom of their identity right and of course they came up in north carolina and had the law saying no it's a sovereignty thing for the state uh, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with trying to put somebody down like that but you know it's not going to go that way um people are going to get upset regardless well, it's, it's because of the way the media plays it up yeah it's been played it's up and so it's really run him down it's him so yeah yeah and, and it's a situation now where it's pretty much done him in as governor and I, I think anyway because he's done well for us he's done well for the teachers he's done well for you know the second amendment and things like that but uh he, he's been great for us in this in the, in the uh, state of north carolina and so Roy Cooper is going to be coming. I will say this: um, as attorney, he was our attorney general uh, and has been for quite some time. I will say this: uh, give him a little props on this. Uh, back when we had reciprocity starting uh, in North Carolina, he was all over because it was the AG's job to to contact the other states uh, and try to uh, get reciprocity with them. And I have to admit that he didn't let grass grow under his feet. He went right to it. Went to, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he's going to stay like that, you know? Well, that's why I was kind of sad to see
1: Mike Pence take and uh, and uh, run with Trump because at that point I didn't think he was going to win. And uh, I thought, well, we don't want to lose him as governor because because he went to go run for, for vice president. He wasn't there to run for, for governor, but it worked out. And uh, he was he's been really good for us. So um, he's going to be really good for the country. And that's what I'm hoping for is after Trump's done, you know, we might see a uh, President Pence.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Keep it going. You know, (laughs) we need it badly because, you know, it's like people don't understand. It's like, okay, so now I'm 51 years old and um, you look at I voted for Reagan. That was the first guy I ever voted for. Uh, I remember the situation. Let's see. Jimmy Carter, when did he go out? What year was that? Do you remember? Uh, 70... Was it 79?
1: That's what I'm thinking, 79. Yeah, that's, I'm
0: kind of thinking that, too. Because yeah. I remember <clears throat> the, I uh, voted for him. Let's see, I was... When I turned 18, I voted, you know, the first time I voted. Uh, and it was Reagan was, was running. And so, um, of course, voted for him. Um, people that are not say 45 and older have never really been under a true conservative president like Reagan. And they don't know exactly how good it really is. And, um, I think if we can ever get to that point, people may see it, it might change things around a little bit. Um, you're still going to have to, to fight for it. It's never going to go away to fight for it, but you know, anyway, uh, Hopefully, it's gonna gonna do good for us here. You know, Pence will be good. Keep him in there. Get some. Uh, uh, keep the house. Expand on that. Keep the Senate. Expand on that. I think and you know. Most important
1: thing was the Supreme Court, I and
0: mean, definitely, definitely that
1: Supreme Court. Definitely I, that. That's, you just that's have to get those, especially after such a great loss of Scalia. Hmm. Um, and of all times, my gosh! I mean, and just the way it happened, it wasn't anything that anybody had even seen coming. You know, it was just the way it happened. And, and so i have been listening to, uh, a book, um, that was basically a lot of his papers and a lot of, uh, um, his writings, you know, how peripheral he, he did. I mean, when he was, uh, actually when he was in the minority and he was, you know, doing his paper, it was just amazing. The thing about it is the book is like 22 hours long and some of the stuff is just, just great. I mm-hmm. mean, and you just kind of realize what you lost. Yeah. But he was like friends with everybody. So, I mean, all the liberals on the court and they all, you know, they loved him. And so can you find somebody, I guess it kind of leaves it up to Thomas now, uh-huh. um, you know, to speak up a little bit more since he hasn't over the years. Oh, that's strange, isn't it? Yeah. I finally heard his voice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's always been kind of, uh, kind of quiet on the bench there, you know, yeah. and really quiet in public most of the time, but we've actually, you know, heard
0: him a couple of times here yep, now. Yeah, so, he actually yeah. asked a couple of, asked a couple of questions. You know, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of crazy. But anyway, well, man, this gosh, we've been talking almost two hours. This is what we used to run, wasn't it? About two hours. Two hours. It was easy to do two yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, and it was easy to do it tonight too. But uh, uh, yeah, it's been fun. You got anything um, you want to say before we wrap it up? <laughs> no, other
1: than you know, this has been enjoyable. It's like, oh yeah. Uh, it's like we've never stopped doing. it. I know it. <laughs>
0: <It's fun. laughs>
1: we haven't. We haven't really talked. Uh, well, we sure haven't talked in two hours in the no. last or So, but uh, it, it's really enjoyable to do that. Uh, we just have that kind of connection. We can talk back and forth like. Oh that. yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's been nice fun. I've, I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed it back when we used to do it too. Um, we had a lot of fun, especially with the live. And it was fun tonight. We had quite a few people stop in and out. You know, yep. um, being a laugh. The week, chat room, like getting people to, to
1: come in and. And listen, if they could remember how to log in and yeah. get to listen to it. <laughs> you know, it's been so long.
0: I know. We used to use Mixler when we did Barstool. And uh, like I said before, bar, that was a good quality. This is more uh, using it through TalkShoot like this. It's more AM, like you listening to AM radio. But but listening to – um Listen to it on Mixler, it was like CD quality. I mean, it was even better than FM. And yeah, uh,
1: we had to, didn't, Mixler though didn't have a chat room, so we had to have a separate chat room. Right, right. So we yeah. did
0: that with with the talk show or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's been fun. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to do it again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. we'll jump definitely. back in here, and we'll we'll call the well. I have to cleverly title the uh, the episodes. You know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to call the first one Barstool. We may have to come up with something kind of funny, but. Uh, whiskey wednesday yeah oh yeah that's right it was and, and i have to say i'm sure you did quite well on whiskey wednesday yeah, I did. hashtag yeah. whiskey wednesday um yeah i didn't i didn't hurt in that department either so yeah, john hill was uh
1: very very nice to me tonight and give me this uh bottle so i'll have to thank him tomorrow
0: yeah <laughs> well there's the john here's the john thank john <laughs> yeah well mark it's been great having you on and uh good talking to you and uh We'll do it again. Yes, definitely. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, yep. bud. Take care. Night, everybody. That'll do it for this episode of the Gun Nation. Thanks for listening to the program. Don't forget to go to the main webpage at gunnation.us for all things Gun Nation. And thanks to Mark ver for coming on the show tonight. It was a lot of fun doing a bar stool whiskey Wednesday. We haven't done a bar stool. spin a couple, few years now. We used to do live shows. And appreciate everybody listening to us live. We had quite a few people, actually, that showed up listening live including the people that were in the chat room. Uh, So we really appreciate that. Maybe we'll do it again sometime. Uh, Every once in a while we'll have him pop in. But uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, Also, don't forget to get your firearms purchase from Osceola Arms. Manny at Arms at OsceolaArms.com. It's O-S-C-E-L-A-R-M-S.com. He's got some good uh, specials he's been running. Uh, He had a Black Friday special that looked pretty good, but he's he's got some lot of stuff coming up Uh, he's uh, selling. Uh, at good prices, uh, you know, you can also friend him on Facebook and you'll see what he has in the way of um, sales and specials going on at the time, so that's OsceolaArms.com Tell Manny that Doc sent you. Alright, till the next episode Oh, and speaking of the next episode, don't forget to tune in and uh, don't miss it due to the fact that we are going to have our Christmas gift guide, yes indeed, our dunny christmas gift guide is coming up you won't want to miss it all right till the next episode y'all take care and we'll catch you next time